Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Car insurance in Michigan is confusing, and Michigan is a no-fault state. And uh, the cost of insurance here has been expensive for many, many years. And I've never liked no-fault insurance, but it's been around for as long as I've been driving. And I remember when it got passed when I was a little kid, and they said, oh, it's going to cause rates to go down. <laughs> no, caused rates to go up. A couple years ago, they uh, then overhauled no-fault, and they said, we're going to overhaul it, and it's going to cause rates to go down. And they overhauled it, and rates didn't go down. And the thing is that they removed one aspect of the coverage that they said by doing this, it's going to cause the rates to go down. And that was the controversy. So Chris sent me a note along with Michael and said, check this out from Michigan. You might be interested to see this. Long-term victims of car crashes win key insurance decision. This is from Michigan Radio. The Michigan Court of Appeals has issued a major ruling affecting long-term victims of car crashes. The court says changes in auto insurance law cannot be applied retroactively to people who were severely injured before the summer of 2019. Michigan had, as part of its no-fault coverage, a requirement that everyone pay money into a pool and that fund would go to pay catastrophic claims. So if you got, for instance, a severe brain injury that required you to have long-term care for the rest of your life that was extremely expensive, it would get paid for out of that fund. It guaranteed that no one would be involved in a car accident in Michigan and wind up like on welfare and bankrupted by the process. And so they created this fund, the Catastrophic Claims Fund, and they said we're going to put money in this fund for these situations. So they did away with that fund, and they said, oh, by the way, not only are we going to do away with it going forward, but we're also going to do away with it going backward, retroactively. And the question is, if you were injured, say, in 2015, and had been promised that your long-term care would be taken care of out of this fund, can the legislature come along and change the law and say, oh, uh, I, we know it said that back then. It no longer says that, therefore, we're cutting you off. So the court issued the opinion Thursday morning in a case brought by several people against USAA casualty insurance. But by doing that, of course, they're getting a ruling with respect to the whole process. It's a victory for people who are still recovering and also for their care providers. The changes cut the maximum number of billable hours from family and friends providing care and the reimbursement rate care providers can charge. So one of the things they did is they said, we'll no longer pay the same amount of money to people who take care of you. So I guess they weren't always cutting them off completely. I guess that might not have been perfectly accurate. But the point is, they said, we're going to drastically reduce what these people can get going forward. And the question is, can they change that going forward? It was a split decision. The appellate court found that retroactively applying the changes to agreements that predate the new rules would violate the state's constitution. So, of course, you've got the U.S. Constitution, you've got the Michigan State Constitution. For decades, people injured in crashes were entitled to payment for all reasonable charges related to care and rehab. But the new law sets a fee schedule and a cap on reimbursements not covered by Medicare. And the weird part about this is that they set a fee schedule where the fees are so low that most people won't work for those fees. And there are entire groups of people who've left the field and just said it's not even worth pursuing this anymore. So 
people can't find the help they need because the reimbursement wouldn't be there. Uh, this had a sudden drastic consequence for people needing long-term care for crashes before June 11th, 2019, and the providers of those services. Now, the case can still be appealed to the state Supreme Court and the Michigan Supreme Court. Who knows what they'll do? If this decision is upheld, it would still maintain the new system for people who are severely injured in crashes after the change went into effect. But we're simply talking about what happens to the people who had the injuries before the change went into effect and had already been promised certain kinds of health coverage. People injured before 2019 will legally be entitled to have their caregivers paid the higher amount, which was permitted previously, and will be permitted to have friends, family members, and acquaintances provide as many hours a week as necessary of care. And that's one of the things that the law allowed, is that the law said you don't have to hire a nurse or a doctor to come in and take care of you with like your daily needs, okay? Uh, if, if it's been shown that you have these needs that someone's got to handle for you, you're allowed to have family members step in and do that, and they can get paid for that. But again, it's, it's something that would be medically necessary and documented and so on. And you actually do fill out like timesheets and stuff to indicate what you did and so on. So people injured after 2019 who pay for lifetime unlimited coverage will not be able to access as much, if any, home care or as much friends family care because they will still be subject to the 45% cut in reimbursements and the 56-hour cutoff for friends and family care. And so it's kind of strange how they did this. But the no fault had been in place, I believe this is about 1972, right around there. And they said by making insurance no fault, it'll reduce the amount of haggling that goes on when you get in a car accident. So in the old days, when there was actually at-fault issues, and you get in a car accident, and it's someone else's fault, you get the money from their insurance company to compensate you for your injuries. Of course, since that person's insurance company is their insurance company they're kind of hostile towards you because why do they want to pay you money you're not their client so that is a problem with insurance by the way and i'm, I'm not going to get into how insurance works and so on other than to point out that the thinking was if i have my own insurance company and you've got your own insurance company and the two of us get in an accident then i go to my insurance company for my damages and you go to yours for your damages except that your own insurance company doesn't want to pay you either. They don't want to pay anybody. <laughs> it's not like, oh, we're happy paying you. We just didn't want to pay the other guy. No, 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 no. They don't want to pay anybody. And so the interesting thing is I don't think litigation dropped at all. It just changed who you were suing. But the real thing that happened here, and, and I know some people are going to say, Steve, you're just, you're just too skeptical. But this catastrophic claims fund was something that everyone paid into. And they try really hard to predict what the costs are going forward on this. And that's a very difficult thing to do, but people can do it. Actuarial tables and studies and so on. They can calculate some of this stuff out. But of course, with future expenses, they can take money and put it aside now and invest it well and blah, 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 blah. But that fund had been growing and growing and growing to the point where there were Billions of dollars in that fund. And I've mentioned before, I said this just yesterday, when there's money on the table, 
people will come out of the woodwork and go, oh, money, check that out. Now, the interesting thing is, this money in this fund is overseen, regulated, and guarded by the state. So how could somebody get their hands on that money? And so one of the things that people suggested was, well, let's kind of do away with it. Let's, let's, let's kind of like stop doing it. And then there'll be all this money there sitting there like a surplus. And who's going to get the surplus? Well, the interesting thing is, <laughs> apparently nobody could quite figure out how to get their hands on the surplus in that manner. And so the state and the powers that be actually said, how about this? Let's just cut every single uh, person in Michigan with car insurance a check. And they did that. And they actually have redistributed some of that money back to people in Michigan who've got insurance, such as myself. I got a couple checks. And they did it twice, I think. And you got, I think it was like 400 bucks a car for every car you had insured on a date last year. And they did distribute some of the money that way. But... It didn't make up for all the other costs and stuff that went into this. Uh, for instance, our rates didn't go down as they were promised. And if you want the good coverage that you used to have, your rates did go up. You got to pay more for that. So it, it's a mess. It's a mess. But like everything else, when it comes to insurance, you just kind of have to pay for it and just hope you never need it. So that's it. But as of right now, the people who had been promised these benefits before still get to keep them going forward unless that gets appealed to the Michigan Supreme Court, which could still happen. But as of right now, that's the situation. And I think that's right. I think that if somebody was injured in a car accident in 2012 and severely injured and was having a certain level of care and they were promised that they'd have that care for as long as they needed it, then seven years later, the legislature goes, ah, we changed our minds. We're taking that away from you because we're changing this law. That's not right. So I like this ruling. From Michigan Radio, Chris and Michael both sent it to me. Long-term victims of car crashes win key insurance decision in Michigan. And the story is from Michigan Radio. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Happiness is not an ideal of reason, but of imagination.